Welcome to the Motive Podcast. <laughs> oh, here we go again. This is Shaden, your host. Is that what it is? And I'm here with Bree, my co-host. <laughs> yes, you're the host. We're idiots. This is great. I have such credibility. It's unreal. <laughs> <laughs> but welcome, everybody. We want to help you. See, like, change the way you feel. I hope you're smiling because uh-huh. we're, we're acting like an idiot. <laughs> Whatever. We don't mind. <laughs> but also to solve life's hardest problems. That's what we're about. And this is another part of our Say No November. Yes. And uh, which has been fun. And if you don't know, we have on our website on motiveacademy.com, we have uh, a free PDF you can you can submit your email to and we'll email you uh, to give you and that'll give you this this write up that I've created for that are like six principles of how to say no that will help you to say no better in your life. And you can again, also get the life tips. And you can email and get the life tips. That will come to you. It's a little video clip that kind of elaborates on those principles. In other words, how just to subscribe. Say no. Yeah, and you get a lot of good stuff. stuff. Like free life, awesome stuff. <laughs> so we're recording and this is our third one in a row. And this and is usually lunchtime. my best one. Because this is when I'm like lucid. Uh, I am sober. I don't do drugs. But this will be a fun one. All right, Bree. Okay, we're saying no in parenting. That's our topic today. Saying no to parenting or in parenting. <laughs> Say no to parenting. Say no no when you're a parent. Oh, how do we want to phrase this? This is say no in parenting. I know, but like, or two kids, or totally, yeah, in the parenting world. I think I need to say no to saying no. I think I say no too much. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you cannot. So, and allowing your kids to say no. And what's the purpose though? Let's find a purpose. So why? Why saying no in parenting? Because why? Why is so that? I've been reading this book. We've talked about this. The I can't even think of it. Psychology of Parental Control. Mm-hmm. I should have written. I can't think of the lady. It's a huge Bible. Oh, it's a deep book. But the biggest topic in there that she talks about is being in control, not being controlling. Okay. And I think that knowing how to say no to your kids helps you be in control of your household but you're not being controlling. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just right from the get-go, I believe in a really, uh, I think, enabling principle that is focusing on principles far more than behavior. Yeah. And we've talked about this before, I think. But in other words, if my son has, if he's been, if he's, if he's struggled with homework, instead of me trying to control and say no to everything else he's doing because he hasn't done the homework, as a parent, what I can say no to that I'm not okay with is laziness or I'm not okay with I'm not okay with you um, not working hard. I'm not okay with you, you know, yeah. putting procrastinating. Yeah. In or other words, I'm focusing on principles that they that they, they need in life, which is, you know, discipline mm-hmm. and working mm-hmm. hard and being honest. And so, and instead of just behavioral change. Yeah. And so, anyway, this is kind of, this perspective of saying no is kind of breaking my brain a little bit too, because I'm so, I'm so focused on trying to help people know what they want to say yes to, but it's the same, <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so okay. w- when it comes to parenting, um, when we, we know, we know what we want a lot of the time. Most parents, I would say, I hope most parents know how they, at least a little bit, how they want to run their home. 
And, uh, and so when our kids don't conform or if they're not doing that, that's where our tendency is to say no. I mean, I, I say no to my kids all the time based on my own expectations. Yeah. And so I think knowing what my, knowing what our, not just my expectations, but what Shelly expects as well and our combined expectations, but also what are healthy expectations is really important. Yeah. Because now... And, and, and having those parameters in your home of these are the rules, these are the expectations in our home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, I feel like that's a really powerful guiding thing that if you don't have boundaries and expectations and rules, then, you know, how do mm-hmm. you know what to say yes or no to? Yeah. So, so what's a, what's the one way that you, that works really well for you, Brie, when it comes to, um, you know, I, I know even just, you came in today and you've got some, <laughs> you've got some, uh, teenage drama, teenage drama and, uh, there's some things that need to be held accountable. Yeah. And so how will you, like, how will you go ahead, like go about saying no, or do you have a way that you use that like invites your, your kids to say no for themselves when they know that you're going to say no anyway? Like, do you do, well, do you have yeah. any strategies? Yeah. So let me, uh, just a thought that I had is that I think that too often parents are afraid to say no to their kids and we've created this culture of entitlement and kids are just whomping all over their parents mm-hmm. because they're afraid to tell them no. And because their friends don't get told no. And so then they look like the bad mom or the mean dad or whatever, because you said no. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's a weird, funky culture we're in right now. And that's part of it. But um, yeah, so telling my kids no. Well, so it depends on the situation, I guess. I don't have any problem telling my kids no. But I... But I think it has to happen in a loving, kind way. And I'm really big on teaching my kids autonomy. I want them to, you know, progress through the stages of childhood mm-hmm. with appropriate amounts of freedom, responsibilities and freedoms and autonomy that fit their age and the situation. So that by the time they get to be old enough, one of my children is getting ready to launch into life as an adult, you know, mm-hmm. that, that they feel confident that they know how to do that themselves by empowering them throughout the whole process. You know, it's not something you just learn when you graduate from high school and like, good luck, you're an adult. Yep. Here's how you do it. You know what I mean? They have to build that. So, okay. So if we take the situation I'm in now, I'm not going to say names or anything, but (laughs) um, I think that natural consequences are a big thing. And, and that's something I said to you earlier is that I love when natural consequences come to your kids that don't have anything to do with you mm-hmm. so that, you know, you can be empathetic and you can help them see the why behind everything and see that, hey, your choices created a no in your life. No, you don't get to participate in that because you did this. Yeah. You know, so uh, in this specific situation, there's a big fat no happening in one of my children's lives right now, but it's because of choices that's been made. But I'm not having to directly say that. You know what I mean? I yeah. think that's really helpful of, of not don't allowing natural of not, stuff. To yeah, take over. allowing that. I think we save our kids from the natural consequences because we're afraid of what's going to happen. You know, so this child of, child of mine is not going to participate in something, and there will be other people participating in it that probably shouldn't be as well mm-hmm. because of a situation that happened. But that's the natural consequence of things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saving them from that consequence where I think a lot of people do. It's a part of parenting is saying no to your, your, you know, the love that you have and, mm-hmm. and for our kids, which 
can often influence us to not want them to feel disappointment. Yeah. We don't want them to feel hurt. We don't want yeah. them to feel regret. We don't want them to feel shame and guilt and stuff. But we, we ha- those those emotions are important. And they, well, they yeah, change Yeah, they build kids. resiliency in your children as they learn that, yes, I can be disappointed. So it goes back. So parenting obviously you know? goes back to saying no to yourself in a lot of ways. Like I have to say yeah. no to rescuing in my own self. Yeah, not, for it sure. Doesn't always, it doesn't always have to do with anything about my kid. Well, so to speak. I guess I try to think too that, you know, right now my kids' disappointments are pretty, you know, inconsequential in real life. But if they never learn how to get past a disappointment, what's going to happen when they are adults and they're in college and they're having to face real hard disappointments? Yeah. What's going to happen to their mental state of being then? You know, mm-hmm. if they've never suffered disappointment or never been told no up to that point, you know? But yeah. for, so for me, um, it's funny how often like food revolves around the word no at our house. <laughs> oh yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, you know, me trying to teach my kids about, you know, consumption and moderation and things like that. So, Hey, we're at the store. Actually, I have a really good story. Okay. So this, I was actually thinking about this earlier. Um, when I was a new parent, um, we were at the store one day and I didn't realize that I had gotten into the tradition, the habit, I should say it was not a tradition. <laughs> it's a bad <laughs> habit of every time we went to the store of letting my kids pick out a treat. Okay. Like at the checkout or wherever, like, sure, you can pick out a little treat or a pack of gum or something. I didn't realize that until one day <laughs> we were in the store and one of my children was told no, they could not have something and proceeded to lay on the ground and kick and scream and thrash around. You were that person. I was that person. <laughs> that's a... That's an elite. Uh, that's an elite club. Yeah, and we just watched as this happened, and and uh, and it dawned on me that I had created that monster because I had never said no, mm. and I didn't realize that I was doing it because I thought, oh, it's fun, you know, when you come to the store with mom, you get a little treat or something, and uh, and that is something that we still do. That my kids yeah. know that if they come grocery shopping with me, that we might get a special treat or whatever because that doesn't happen very often. But man, that was like a big fat wham <laughs> so you're even saying are you saying too that maybe even saying no sometimes uh just for the sake of doing it because it's been a minute yes. about something yep I, I agree with that yeah it so doesn't mean you, you have to be a game player i say that like as a parent you have to play games no you know weird weird tactic games but at the same time our kids need to know what it's like to be denied something yeah and they, know, they need to they need to know that they can deal with it and it happened to me last night actually we were heading we were driving home from logan uh, as a family and uh, we were trying to get our kids to wrestling practice and we had just got, we left late and, uh, and I knew that we could get them there and they'd probably have like mm, maybe 25 minutes of practice out of an hour. Mm-hmm. And I knew they really wanted to go it was only their second practice. And I had, to, I was driving and think, oh, do I, do I, do I? And it was just fine. Like, you know what? No. And, and I didn't say it, but I, I outright, I didn't, well, actually I did. I did say, Hey, it's not going to happen. But the principle I want to teach everyone that I think is is a, a if it was the only thing we talk about in this in this uh, throughout this thing, this podcast would be that um, surround no with empathy. Yeah, and it doesn't mean surround no with a bunch of uh, almost like irrational softness. Yeah, it just or means fluffy, frilly like. Yeah, it just means uh-huh. understanding. Mm-hmm. And so I said, the, the my Justin and Kobe were in my back seat, and I said, hey, hey guys, I. Uh, we're, we're just not going to make it. It's just not worth it. We got, we haven't eaten dinner yet. You guys haven't eaten. You're going to be really hungry with wrestling. There, we got a lot to do tonight. 
and uh, when we get home, we have things we need to do, and it's not going to happen. Well, Justin started crying. He's he's super. They're both very sensitive. Yeah. And, and Justin, he emotes more uh, openly than than Kobe does, even though Kobe and they're still at that feels age. a lot. Yeah, they're eight and seven. Where I think all of a sudden they're like, whoa, you know. And Justin's seven. He's like, I just really wanted to go to mm-hmm. wrestling, and I and I said and I said to him, I'll bet, I'll bet you did. That makes sense. I would want I would want to go too. Mm-hmm. And I said, are you? And we were we were in Logan for a certain reason that kind of got him a little bit uh, emotional. Mm-hmm. Like it was just kind of a, a something that he knew could our life could kind of change a little bit. Yeah. And he wasn't okay with it. Yeah. And so, so he I was said, already feeling uh-huh. emotional. And so mm-hmm. I went there and I was like, "Are you kind of feeling just like confused and a little sad about just what mom and dad have been talking about and maybe some changes we might make and that you know that kind of a thing?" And and he's like, "Yeah, I do. And I, you know, I just I just want to." I just want to have my friends and I just, you know, I want to go to wrestling. It's so fun. And, and I said, and I looked at him and I, and I looked him in the mirror and I said, Hey, look in the mirror. And I made him make eye contact with me as I was driving. And I just said, do you think, is it okay that you're crying about it? And he said, yeah. And I said, yeah, absolutely. I said, do you think you can handle it? Can you handle this, this emotion? Is it going to, is it going to stay forever? He's like, no. I said, okay, we'll Mm -hmm. just feel it, bud. And, and I say this not because this is my habit, (laughs) As much as I know really good principles, I was proud of myself <laughs> because that's that's not the average that I do. It's I can I can yeah, I usually say no without moments. empathy, especially with my boys, mm-hmm. which is kind of a dad like a father son. That's just like a common thing. Yeah. And so to push myself to lead with empathy, even when I need to set a boundary in the middle of it, has been way beneficial. And so I would challenge all of you to figure out how how there have probably been. Like think about the times when you've had disruptions with your kids and, and when you said no, it turned into a fight yeah. and it turned into a power struggle. You have, that's not your kid's fault completely. No, it, yeah. it, Part of your accountability is you set it up to become one by rushing it and by, by coming in like a sledgehammer rather than starting with a smaller hammer or even just a little bit of no hammer Yeah, and talk, you know, just talking about the situation, then bring a hammer because you have to, you yeah. have to say no. And then, but follow it up with focus on them. And, and even though they might be trying to convince you otherwise, you don't have to, you don't have to fall into that narrative. You can just focus on what it's like for them. Yeah. So instead of following their story and when they're saying, no, I, I need to go, like you need to let me go. You can turn to, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that I'd be saying the same thing if I were you. Well, and how powerful for them to learn that life changes, things come up. We yeah. can't always predict you know, the, what's going to happen. And we have to be okay with change mm-hmm. and that things change. You know, something I was just thinking about as you were talking about, you know, preparing to, to have that conversation with your kids. I think oftentimes we get stuck in uh, frustrating moments as a parent is because we feel like we have to react quickly. Okay. You know, our kids behave a certain way and we have to lay a, down a consequence right then, which mm-hmm. you don't. It's okay to say, we're going to come back to this when we're all calm yeah you know and then talk about it later but also in that knee-jerk reaction of like no no you can't do that Ah," you know and then it becomes a negative thing whereas it can be a good teaching thing to say no and explain why Mm -hmm. you know so like yesterday this made me think of the food thing um one of my kids was at the store with me grabbing something for the halloween party for a class and again he was like why can't i have a treat (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know i said no because I don't just buy treats just to buy a treat. Yeah. You know, it's Wednesday night. We're all a dollar. We're not just going to buy junk food just to eat junk food. Yeah. You know, let's think about why are we 
you know, do we save those things for special occasions? And, and, and that's something that we've been trying to work on because I feel like we're just inundated with junk food everywhere we go, you know? So, hey, let's save the special treat for a special treat. When I was a kid, we went to Far's Ice Cream. It was a special treat mm-hmm. once in a very great while. True. Not once a week, you know? But an hour later, we came home from swim lessons from my other child who it was his last swim lesson and I had promised him a treat out of the vending machine when he finished all his swim lessons for the last month. And he'd been looking forward to that. And so when we walked in the door with the treat, <laughs> child number two was really mad because he's like, you told me I couldn't have a treat. Why'd you buy him a treat? You know, but I think it's important to understand that I was like, no, he earned this. Yep. It's something that he's been working towards and that was kind of just a fun end of thing, you know, yeah. not reward, but just kind of a kind of a fun ending thing. In other words, that's fair. You didn't earn a treat. You well, know what I mean? Well, it's funny. Uh, it's interesting. You just barely said the word fair because I was just going to say, it's not, you, you said, but in essence, you were saying no to fairness. Yeah. Though. You yeah. were saying no to a global, like a familial, yeah. like the family fairness, like it's individually based. And that's something, that's something we try to teach quite a bit. And I hope that, that, that fair life isn't fair Yeah. and that we wouldn't want it to be fair. Actually, um, if, if I, if, if I received a reward for every good thing I've done and a very s- severe punishment or a punishment for everything I've done bad, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, would, it wouldn't be us. good to be rough. <laughs> so we don't, we really don't want fairness in a, in a lot of ways. Um, and so when a kid brings up, well, it's not fair mm-hmm. again, you can start with empathy. Like, Oh, so do you really want fairness? Like, why do you want fairness? Yeah. What is fairness? And that instead of just, instead of shutting them down, you can go there and it can actually, empathy can turn that into a teaching moment. Of, yeah. Listen, you and our kids. I think they finally are understanding a little bit more that it isn't fair because I'm starting to hear them say that mm-hmm. to each other. Like, well, it's not always it's not always fair. It's, it's yeah. an individual thing. And I think th- I just think taking the time to tell them no and explain why and you know what's going on and and it's hard for kids to see the bigger picture. So sitting down and saying no, this isn't going to happen, or no, you cannot go with your friends, or you know whatever. Uh, you know, and, and no, that doesn't fit in with life right now, or no, that doesn't fit into how we do things in our home. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and helping them explain or understand and then empowering them to, I, I just think that explanation empowers them yep. to then say no themselves. So something else I wanted to talk about then, and we talked about this, is your, when your kids say no to you. Mm-hmm. Such a good topic. So once upon a time, I remember hearing, that someone said something about a, I don't remember. It was probably a parenting book I was reading that when you ask your kids, <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of a situation like, Hey, you ready to get a snack? You ready to get ready for, do you want to get ready for bed? I think that's classic. Mm-hmm. You, you, of know, course not. You want to get ready for bed? No, no. If you give your kids permission, you're asking them a question. You give them permission to say yes or no. You can't be mad when they say no. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You have to yeah. be more <laughs> proactive than that to, so, the best to thing to is give them options. Things. Yeah. Do you want to get ready for, do you want, like with us, with our kids, it's like, do you want mom to help you get ready for bed? Or do you, or do you want dad to help you get ready for bed? Yeah. In other words, getting ready for bed is going to happen. Yeah, exactly. It's not an option because yep. your kids will say no sometimes. Yep. I'll be like, nope, I don't want to do that. But here's the paradox. And then you're stuck. But the paradox of it all is we as a, we, I don't know, I, I don't like to speak for society, but at the same time, it's pretty common. We have a, um, we kind of have this fear of our kids telling us no. Mm-hmm. And you you bet your, I'll just say, it, you, you bet your butt on it that I want my daughters to know how to look at a guy and say, heck no. Yeah. No. 
And so when my daughter looks at me and says, no, <laughs> our, you know, our tendency is to, to go what? Uh-huh. Get mad. Yeah. Don't you be disrespectful. Don't you like, uh, no. you don't talk like that. Uh-huh. And so to me, that's why empathy is just, it's the, it's the greatest principle because I want them to possess that. I want them to have that assertiveness. I want them yeah. to know what they want and I want them not to give that up, but I want them to be able to navigate it in time and place. Yeah, to not know when it's learn how to not say no. I mm-hmm. want my kids to know how to say no, but time and place is everything. Mm-hmm. But in our in our knee jerk reactions to want our emotions to be soothed because we're not okay with that, we will then turn to control, right? To try to control them. Yeah, and so we turn we we turn it into a battle. So just something to think about. Like then everybody could do a. I think it'd be cool if everybody did an experiment after hanging this up. That the next time one of your children says no to you. You don't have to accept it as in like, oh, okay, never mind. I guess you're going to stay up. <laughs> but you could, you, you could do whatever uh-huh, you want. You know? But you could yeah. validate like, hey, listen, I just want you, I just think it's, I think it's really cool. Even my five-year-old, I could say, Nia, I think it's really awesome that you like know how to say no. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. And that you know what you want. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool that you know what you want. You want to, you want to stay up. You like to be with mom and dad. You like to have fun and wrestle around and, um, but it's just not that time right now. Yeah. It's just not that time. And so I, I want you to be able to say no to other things, but right now is not a time to say no. Oh. And, and obviously that she might, it doesn't say that there's just going to be smooth sailing after that, <laughs> but it, that's not the intent. The intent yeah. is you're teaching them a principle and you're teaching them character to possess, to keep that character trait because you bet your butt again in this world, do our kids need to know how to say no? Oh yeah. Absolutely. And so the more that we, if we extinguish that every single time when they're saying no to us, it can have an effect on their ability to say no to someone who really needs to be rejected. Yeah. Somebody else who needs to be shut down in front of them. Yep. And, but if there's, if they've been trained to please dad, then what if she gets trained to please that other boy? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, uh, uh, not okay. Well, I think it starts from the time that they him. are little. I will murder <laughs> I will him. him. <laughs> I don't know. Just thinking about, you know, this starts when your kids are tiny. Mm-hmm. You know, you redirecting. No, you cannot touch that plant. No, you cannot. You know, and, and I remember when my kids were little tiny. Um, I didn't want them to learn the word no. And everything was no, no, no. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so there was that power of redirection. But there comes a point where, you know, they've passed that toddler stage. They have to learn. They have to be told no. Oh, yeah. Yep. Because watching those kids who don't ever get told no to anything, then when you start forming relationships at an early age in life at three and four, that's kind of a mm-hmm. ticking time bomb waiting to happen. Yep. You know, and they can't handle rejection and they can't handle being told no by their friends. And, you know, it's just this process. And then the no's get much harder when your kids get older. So it's so here's, <laughs> yeah, you're, absolutely. And I, I want to give a challenge to anybody who's listening that if this, if this, I hope this podcast didn't overwhelm you. I think some people might listen to it and just be like, I just, I really struggle saying no. And if that's the case, this is what you can do. If you, especially if you have teenagers and you're realizing like, man, I I do need to do this more often. Sit your teenagers down, look them in the eyes and say, I really struggle saying no. Yeah. I really struggle at it bad. I love you guys a ton. In my childhood, I was said no, I was told no all the time, all the time. I rarely could do anything. I was very controlled. That's a lot of that happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think I've kind of knee jerk reaction in parenting have, have d- done the opposite. I didn't want my kids to ever feel what I felt when I was a kid. That's yeah. very common. Yeah. I hope some of you are relating to that. In other words, there's not, you're not, you're not a bad parent. You're just, it's just how it is. Yeah. 
but looking at them and say, so listen, you're not going to like it, but I am going to start saying no more yeah. because I love you enough that I need it. I need to. And I'm, I'm also resenting you because I, I haven't been able to say no. And I've been hoping you just do it on your own, but you're not. Yeah. And so I am going to say no, get ready for it. And if you choose to freak out, that's your choice and there will be consequences with it. Yeah. And I will follow, I'm going to follow up on those, even though you probably think that no mom won't or no dad, you won't follow up. You look at them in the eyes and say, I am going to. Yeah. And just take accountability. Yeah. And that, what that does is breaks the ice and takes away the anxiety of my kids are just going to be like, what's going on? Yeah. You just bring it all Yeah, because you can't go from having no boundaries and no expectations to all of a sudden just crazy enforcement. Well, you can. You just got to do it the right can, way. But you can, but it's going to be gotta, really You got to tell them what's going on. Yeah, I love that you said that because if you don't set them up yep. for success, you're setting yourself up for failure. Yep. And yeah. then when that opportunity comes up, you know, an hour later and you're like, oh, this is a time that I need to say no to them. You can look at them and literally just say that. Mm-hmm. Hey, bud, this is the time when I would have said yes. And I'm saying no. Yeah. And this is your mom trying to be a better mother. Yeah. This is your mom trying to have more backbone and fortitude. Or this is your dad trying to be... Uh, you know, again, have more backbone and, and really know that I know what is best for my kids and I need to stand up for that more. Yeah. So that's powerful. Empowerful. I said empowerful. Empowering. That's a good, mo- a that's a good word. That's empowerful. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's time to be done. <laughs> it's good. Thanks everyone. Check us out. Go get the, go, 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 go subscribe. I always forget that word. Go subscribe. Motiveacademy.com and you'll get weekly content, if not every other day sometimes. So yeah. And then check out our course. We have our mood and anxiety course, which is legit awesome for human beings to know how to think, feel, and many other things. And then our communication course to which is help build relationships. Soon. It's coming soon. Yep, a couple weeks. So. Okay. All right. See ya. See ya.